Hi, Sunshine. I'm Natasha, your host for the Shine Online podcast and the founder of Soul Studio. In this conversational podcast, I interview the brightest entrepreneurs I know with the goal of empowering you to do business in a way that feels real to you. These conversations will bring you no-fluff advice, honest discussions, and actionable strategies to help you shine online. There are so many bright brands in the online world, but there's always room for one more. Let's shine together. Hello and welcome back to the show. Today we have a really, (laughs) let's just start the real puns right now. We have a really fun episode and it's all about Instagram Reels. So August marks one year since Reels came to Instagram, which also means that I am celebrating one year of the 30-Day Reels Challenge. And if you maybe don't know what that is, Me and one of my friends a year ago when Reels kind of started, we're like, let's just do this big experiment, this big challenge, and see what it would look like if we shared 30 prompts over 30 days and posted Reels for them. And we brought 2,000 entrepreneurs along, and it was honestly such a wild ride. I learned so much about Reels. We all collectively learned and grew so much from doing this challenge. So it's kind of a very special time, and I thought it only made sense for us to do a really fun Reels Q&A. I went to my Instagram stories at Shine with Natasha to see what questions you wanted me to answer related to Reels. And I'm bringing some special guests along the way, which you'll hear from them because, of course, I can answer all your questions, but I thought, why not bring some guests in to answer some specific questions? This episode is actually brought to you by the newly revamped Reels Challenge 2.0 ebook. And this actually has the original challenge in it with a self paced format. So, this ebook is going to give you access to 60 detailed prompts from the original challenge so you know exactly what to say on Instagram Reels. And we are celebrating the year since the challenge started with 40 new prompts for optimal results that you can rinse and repeat when you just need a really engaging and strategic real idea. So if you did the math right, yes, that is 100 prompts total from launching to product businesses and everything in between. There's also some really fun resources like a planning template, a Reels checklist training, an editing tutorial. And if you just happen to be listening to this episode the week it goes live and we're celebrating the birthday over on Instagram, it's also a part of an amazing birthday bundle where you can get access to 30 additional courses and resources, which is insane. So be sure to check out the show notes if this is something that you would like to take part in. But let's get right into the Q&A. Okay, so let's start with a juicy question, how to plan and schedule the creation of Reels. So I'm going to bring you through basically the process that I utilize. 
So the first thing, and this is with any piece of content, is you want to always start by storing your content ideas. You always want to be looking at the questions that you're getting, the trends that you're seeing, the ideas that you have when you're working on your curriculum or with clients or whatever it is. You always want to be thinking, how can this become content? And specifically with Reels, how can this become short form video content? Along with Reels, we know the nature of it. So if you want to use trending audios, trending music, this is a really great time to start to always save those audios. And what I do is I'm constantly either saving an audio that I think I can put my own unique spin on, or I'm just storing the idea and then we'll maybe pair it with a trending audio later. Easy way to do this is literally to save a reel or save the audio when you're on Instagram. It'll put it in a saved folder under all of your saved resources on Instagram. And that's like the first stage that's really important. So you don't have to do quote unquote research when you actually have to create reels because you will just be scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. The most important step that I always do in creating reels is I outline my video. So essentially an outline is going to have the main points that I want to cover or show or discuss in an Instagram reel. This also is something that I will then later use when adding text to the video, when writing my caption. So this outline really goes a long way. So my reel isn't taking a ton of time because I know this is something a lot of people struggle with. And along in this outline, something that I love to include is I include, do I want to get multiple clips in different positions of certain things? Am I doing a transition? So I, do I need a certain type of clip for each transition? Do I need to be doing a certain movement, different outfits? I like to have all of that prepped along with props. So when I actually go to batch record my reels, even if I'm just doing a week's worth, so maybe like three or four, I know exactly what I need and I'm not literally running around my house trying to find the outfit or the prop or whatever that is. The next step is to actually start creating the reel. I personally like to stack my batching tasks. So for reels, what that really looks like is I like to film, edit, and create my cover photo all in one go because I kind of find that I'm in that like creation mode and I'm in my outfits, I'm in my filming area. So what I'll pretty much do is I will typically film the actual footage of the video. I typically do this on my phone. I rarely use the native editor, but sometimes I will if I'm using certain types of music or sounds. And I also like to then do my cover photo. So I'll often take either a screenshot or I will actually take a self-timer photo for whether I'm doing my cover photo that I have in Canva as a template, or I will just add text on using Instagram stories. That has been something that I've really been loving. And you can check out my Instagram grid to see exactly the types of cover photos that I use. And then I like to edit. When I'm filming, I'm kind of in that creative mode and I feel like I know exactly the vision I want for a video. So that's why I personally like to trim at least in that same day when things are fresh. And then the last phase is actually storing or scheduling your reels. So there's not a formal way to schedule reels. The API, which is how Instagram interacts with apps that you're using, just doesn't allow it just yet. So one of the easiest ways to do this, especially if you're maybe not creating a ton of reels at a time, is I have absolutely loved creating folders on my phone. So I have a few different types of folders. I will create folders for different campaigns and certain types of videos, especially if there's like more than 10 clips for a video. Um, I also will create folders for different stages that my reel might be in. 
So what I mean by that is sometimes I'm just storing the clips and stuff that need to be edited. But other times I might have a reel that's pretty much ready to post, but I'm not ready to actually put it inside drafts, add text, things like that. So I basically do it based on my workflow. So that's like the easiest way that you can do this. But the kind of more special, unique way is actually by scheduling it as a carousel. So a multi-photo post inside your scheduler of choice, like later, for example. So you can either schedule your cover photo or your cover photo and your video as a carousel post with a push notification. So it's not going to automatically publish it, but it's going to help you so you can have your caption, you can have your cover, you can have your video all in one place. And that's personally what I really love to do. Now on to our next question, which is going to be answered by one of our very special guests, Manu. She is an incredible designer of Canva templates. So I thought, who better to talk about Reels covers? Do you need one? Does it need to look a certain way? What should you actually include in your cover photos for your Reels? I'm going to pass the mic on over to Manu. Thank you, Natasha, for inviting me to talk about Reels covers. I think this is a really fun topic. So first, I think it's important to clear this up. There's really no indication to think that using a cover, you'll get less engagement in your Reel. There is a rumor circulating on Instagram saying that Reels of covers get punished by the algorithm and get less reach. I think there's no reason to think this is true. Like you may have heard this somewhere, but my take on this, and this makes total sense if you think of it, people start using reels. No one used covers in the beginning and then they saw a lot more engagement and then they start using covers and they notice they get less engagement in reels. People would get less engagement in reels even if they were using covers because there's a lot more competition today than it was then when they started. There are a lot more accounts doing reels right now than they were like a year ago when Reels were just starting. And I think that's just creates some confusion. But I think when it comes to rumors, we need to use common sense and think if it's a feature that Instagram created for us to use, it doesn't make any sense that the algorithm would ever punish us for using them. It would be a lot easier for Instagram to just remove the feature, right? So anyway, um, I wanted to talk about the benefits of using a cover and then we're gonna jump to what should be in your cover. So first, more views, actually, because by adding the title or topic of your reel in the cover, you let people who are browsing through your feed and reels tab know right away what's inside of that reel, which not only attracts more people to your reel, but it also attracts the right people for your reel. So that's a really good, big benefit. Second one is branding. If you add covers that are well-designed and have your brand colors and photos, you have another chance to reinforce your brand. And make it more recognizable. You know, just our branding is just a combination of everything. So this is another chance. And then aesthetics, like covers make your feed and real stab look really nice. And here's the three important things that I want you to keep in mind as you're creating covers for your reels. The title, the square, and the reels logo on your grid. And I'm going to talk about all these three. But those are the three important ones, especially the title and the square. So the title, one of the biggest advantages of using Reels covers is to be able to add like a bold title that your audience will read when they're looking at your grid in your profile. I'm saying grid, so that means that your cover would only show in a tiny square, which you need to consider as you're designing it as well. This means that your title needs to be bold enough, big enough, and have enough contrasting colors so someone can read it in a 
tiny square. And that tiny square is they're looking at your post side by side. So I don't mean like the size of a post. I mean the size they see it in the grid, which is, you know, a ninth of a post. For that reason, you should not add a bunch of text, just the main title. Keep it simple. Make sure that your title ties into something that adds value to your audience so they can relate to it and think, oh, this is for me. And you have more chances that they will click. So, for example, if I'm creating a reel to sell my Instagram templates, instead of saying buy my templates, you know, as the title of the reel, I would say something need to grow Instagram engagement or something that my audience would be like, yeah, I do, you know. And then sometimes I also add a little something extra in text to my reels that would say they're like new reel or Canva tip or hot tip or new, you know, so just a little something to make the design more interesting uh, without taking the simplicity out of it or also to reinforce that it's something worth looking at. So by adding a paragraph or any more text to your real covers is just waste of time and space because it will not be readable. Think that they're only seeing in the real tab side by side of all the other reels and in your grid as a ninth of the size of a post because when they click on the actual reel, the reel starts playing. It's not that they see the cover and they're able to read it all. So that's why you need to just keep like a super bold, simple title. Now the square, that's a very, very important. Since more people look at your profile grid, where you see all the posts side by side, uh, then your Reels tab, we need to prioritize the square when we're designing the Reels covers. Also because we want to keep that pretty feed, right? So whether your cover is just a screenshot of one of the images inside of your Reel with text overlays or something more designed like the way we do cover templates in Canva, it's very important to keep all the information from your cover in the center square. Anything else will be cropped out. So you definitely want to keep that center square with your title, if any images that apply and everything contained in it so it's not cropped when people look at your profile. So if you're designing in Canva, you have to start an Instagram story file because that's the size of a real cover. Um, Canva doesn't have a real cover option yet, which I think is surprising. So just start an Instagram story file. Then start designing with your text, image, anything you want, and kind of eyeing it that it stays in the center square. But then what you can do is before you download your cover, you can double check how it will look, you know, in the grid, like with the square. So what you can do is you can go to elements and select the square in Canva, drag that square to be as wide as your file and position it right in the center. You know, if you're familiar with Canva, Canva shows you a solid line when you get to the center. So just move that element slowly. So when it's centered, you can make the square a little transparent and make sure that everything looks in the right place that you want it to be, you know, or adjust it just to make sure that everything is in the square. That's, to me, that's the most important part, you know, along with your text, of course. And then the small detail that I also like considering is the Reels logo on your grid. Again, super small detail. I personally love playing with it. If you check your feed, you see that Instagram adds a little icon logo on the top right of your posts in your grid that shows the different formats. So if it's a video, there's a little play button. If it's a carousel, there's like those layered squares. If there's an IGTV, there's a logo. If there's a reel, there's the real watermark. So since audiences seem more attracted to reels these days, I thought highlighting the fact that it's, that piece of content is a reel is beneficial. So like I said, sometimes I just put new reel, but I also like playing with that logo. So I usually add a colorful element 
that would serve as a background to that logo. So if you're doing that, make sure you're placing it exactly where that logo will go and making it darker and a darker color or it can be bright, you know, it's colorful to make sure that there's enough contrast because the little uh, real watermark is white inside of Instagram. So you don't want like a super light or pastel color underneath. You also want to avoid adding images as part of your title or, or part of your title where that watermark goes. So if you put your title covering that watermark, it's not going to be as easy to read. Remember that people are reading in a tiny square. So I think that's about it. Just think of the logo on your grid, the title, and the square, and then you'll be golden. So if you enjoyed it and you want to see some more examples, feel free to check our Reels tab at your social team on Instagram. Now on to our next guest, Creating with Lucy, who is a digital planner creator that shares a lot of organizational tips and is super familiar with selling both digital and physical products. So if you've wondered how to actually use Reels for digital products, physical products, Lucy is going to be sharing her best tips. So in my own experience, when it comes to creating reels for my product-based business, I highly recommend that nobody misses out on this gem. It is literally a hidden gem that I think a lot of business owners miss out on because it's difficult, it's embarrassing, you know, so on and so forth. The excuses go on. I personally have both a digital product and physical product-based business and I use Reels consistently to get the products out there. Reels provides an exceptional way to make your products be seen by others. And that is actually the key for others to see your products in action. I personally think that Reels or videos that have you selling a product like right off the bat, I think those videos get less views because it's just kind of like very selly, very addy. And you know, people are not on the app for that. But whenever you show your product in action, show your product in everyday use, show how your product solves a problem, I think that those are the videos that just blow up. I have people reach out to me and ask me for advice when it comes to this, and I always say the same thing. Just make it natural. If you're trying to sell something, like I said, it just automatically seems, in my point of view and in my experience, to get less views. But if you're simply showing your product in action and how it serves a purpose in everyday life, then that is where we hit the gold mine. I love using my planners on reels, just like in everyday life. I like to like play around with the content I put out there. I create aesthetic videos, them in action. I do Amazon finds and have the products somewhere in the video as well. And I just think Those are the kind of content ideas that have helped me reach a bigger audience. And I truly believe that every business owner, whether you own a digital shop or a physical shop, everybody can benefit from Reels because as uh, Reels has been around for like only a year, I believe, and the amount of push that Instagram is doing on Reels is way higher than an Instagram post or a Facebook post, in my opinion. And As you create more content, more ideas will pop up. I actually, sometimes I'll be sharing a a reel and then I get comments and people are like, well, how do you do this? Or what about this? And then that makes me have more content ideas to create more reels. So you also have to listen to your audience because your audience will literally tell you what they want to see when it comes to 
reels based on your product-based business. I also like to do little questions on my Instagram stories and ask my followers, what would you guys like to see more of? Would you like to see the product in action or frequently asked questions? And I just feel like when you respond to what your audience needs, that just also proves that you are a business that cares about providing that value for them. I just think um, the main thing is getting out there and getting out of your comfort zone and going for it. Like I said, the key is for your product to be seen by more people because the more people that see it, the more it's just out there and people now know that your product exists. And if your product is not out there, then maybe there's somebody who would like your product, but they don't even know it exists because we don't take the time to just show it in everyday life. So I'm super excited for what could happen with these kinds of tools that Instagram has given us like reels. And like I said, my best advice, don't be addy, don't be silly, just make it natural. Okay, on to the next question. So tips for better audio and video quality. Really great question. And this was specifically asked by Suzanne, who is a yoga teacher. So she's specifically referencing like, if I'm actually showing how to do yoga poses, how do I speak and teach during it? So my recommendation for this specifically is I would actually do a voiceover. So you can record a voiceover either in the native Reels editor or in my favorite app, InShot. Um, It's really simple and easy to do. You'll typically see a microphone option or a record option in either of those editors. And all you need is a really great headphone set, like whatever comes with your smartphone that has a little microphone. A pro tip is you'll often see when people are doing videos, they kind of like hold it to their mouth. I think it's just like a style of video, but that often will make the audio quality really muffled. So just put your earphones on like normal and then just record your voiceover. Going back to the tip I shared before, you can totally use your outline so you kind of have a little script to follow. So that's a really easy way audio-wise if you're using a voiceover is just use the editor and use a headphone. Along with that is you want to make sure that the room that you're recording in is on the smaller side, that it's full of furniture, that maybe has a rug or blankets or a couch. All of this is important so things don't echo too much. For example, if I was like in my kitchen or in like the main area of my house, my audio is probably going to echo a little bit more versus my office is a little bit smaller and I have a lot of strategic furniture and things everywhere. So the audio is basically absorbed and doesn't bounce back. Other small things that you can do for your quality is we want to have a sturdy place that your phone is actually going to be. So I personally tend to use a phone stand and I just put it on my desk. But a tripod is also a really great option. I will link my Amazon favorites where I have some of the video tools that I use. And another thing is lighting. I always use a bright window and I have it to the front of me. So I don't have my light source at the back of my head. I have it illuminating the front of my head. And that is what will create a really great quality video. If you feel like you're office space, your filming space is pretty dark and dingy, I would definitely recommend using a ring light. And if you ask me, what if I have glasses? Yes, they're going to glare. There's pretty much no workaround around that unless you want to use something to diffuse the light, like maybe like a pillowcase or a sheet or something over top it. So those are just really simple things. But honestly, you literally just need your smartphone to get started with Reels. 
Now on to the next question about engagement metrics. What numbers should you be looking at? What should your views look like? And how to create smarter content by understanding the insights of your Instagram reels. And that is where I'm bringing in my friend, Lisette. Not only is she a digital content creator, but she also works with brands and helps manage their influencer marketing campaigns. So she is an absolute pro at this and it's going to break it down for us. My name is Lisette Calvero and I'm an influencer marketing consultant, business coach for influencers and content creators, and a content creator and public speaker myself. My business supports influencers in building out a business, and we work with agencies as an extension of their team to run influencer marketing campaigns. On both sides of the influencer industry, we are using Reels at the center of most of our strategies. While I'm not one to focus on numbers, numbers can actually help you understand the health of your content and your platform. If it's on the upward, then you're doing something right. If it's on the downturn, then there's something that we should look into and evaluate, see if we can optimize some of our strategies. When it comes to reels, analytics, and metrics, a lot of people tend to focus more on the view count because that tells you this is how many people are looking at my content. But where I really want you to invest your time in is looking at these engagement metrics, specifically the engagement metrics around conversation and amplification of your content. Let's break that down. Conversation refers to the comments you're getting or if someone is perhaps sending you a DM about your content. This is really valuable because conversation is a huge signal that people are interested in your content and want to talk more. Whether it's thanks so much for sharing this, I needed it, or asking a question or relating to you in some way, it is just such valuable feedback from your community about whether or not something is working. Because comments are public, this is also really great for people who are visiting your platform, whether they are prospective ideal clients or you're someone who is wanting to work with brand partners. They're able to see the strength of your community and what they're interested in by the types of conversations you're having in the comment section of your content, particularly with reels. A tried and true way to kick your conversations up a notch is to have really strong call to actions. But the beauty with Reels is that you have two places to really draw your community to have conversations and engage with you in the comments. It's not just the caption anymore. You also have your video, which in very subtle ways or in very direct ways can incentivize people to go to the comments and start engaging that way. And the next piece of really valuable engagement metrics is shares. We've even heard from Instagram saying that shares is one of the most valuable signals to the algorithm to know whether or not something is, quote, interesting content. Because it's not just that the person is engaging with you. Now, they also love and value your content so much that they're willing to vouch for it and share it to their own communities. So aside from, quote, being nice to the algorithm, you're also being exposed to more people than your own community or whatever Instagram decided to show your video to within hashtags or the explore page. So I think shares is just the gold standard of thank you for putting this content out there. I loved it. I thought it was hilarious or I found so much value that I just needed other people to hear more. And bonus points, when people share your content, you're also getting a lot more views if people are seeing it in these other streams that people have shared it to. 
You can connect with me at Lisette Calv, my name, and that's where you get all the content from me as the expert in this industry that I'm in. But you can also follow at Influence with Impact, which is my business that's solely focused on providing resources for influencers to continue to build their business. Okay. I love this next question. How to stand out on Instagram reels. So I want you to do this quick exercise and kind of just reflect on this. Um, If you're driving, if you're doing something where you can't stop, maybe come back to this later, but essentially reflect on how does your brand translate and feel on video, specifically short form video. Like, is it really fun? Is it really informational? Is it really polished? Is it really aesthetic? Is it utilizing like relatable humor? What makes the most sense for your brand, your brand voice, your brand goals, your target audience? And you can definitely start by looking for inspiration on TikTok, on Reels, and just start to experiment. I think a very common thought is that you have to go viral, you have to use trending audios, but that's not necessarily the only correct way to utilize Instagram Reels. So definitely release that idea that you have to go viral, you have to be funny, you have to be using these funny sounds. You totally can, but you absolutely don't need to. You just want to ideally create in a way that your followers are going to find enjoyable. An example of this actually is you'll, you can go look on my reels and I, I often share my matcha ritual, which are very aesthetic. Maybe they have some ASMR sound, or maybe I'll do a mini vlog where I'm kind of capturing parts of my day. All of those types of things are kind of more of just fun and creative for me to create. And a lot of my audience really like it, but it's definitely not my videos that get the most amount of views. And that's totally okay. It serves its own purpose. So when it comes to standing out on Instagram Reels, I think it's important to also understand the different Reels formats that you can choose from. So the first option, as we've mentioned, trending audios. This is the culture of Instagram Reels. Often starts on TikTok but definitely is kind of how people get on the Explore page, create really relatable, humorous types of reels that are relevant to their brand. But the other two that I want to present to you is something that you don't need to have music or audio for and really can be applicable to any type of business, whether you sell products, maybe you're a content creator, an educator, a coach, literally anything above the moon, you can do it. Okay. So first is telling something. So this would mean either talking to camera, just like you would on Instagram stories or utilizing a voiceover. And there's literally so many ways you can do this. You can tell a story, you can give some inspiration, something inspiring like affirmations or prompts. You can you know, go through your process, teach something. There's so many things you can do with the talking element, but it's a really great way to humanize your brand and offer um, just an additional way that people are consuming your content. Of course, we love text, we love visuals, but having that audio element of you explaining or talking through something is going to make an even more engaging video. And the other type, so trending audios, tell something and then show something is the third Reels format. So this could mean demonstrating how to use your product, how to do something that's in your framework or a service that you offer. This also could be a tutorial, maybe how to do something. This could be a mini vlog, maybe documenting your day behind the scenes, essentially just showing something. And of course, you could totally pair it with a voiceover. You could pair it with some music that you really like. 
But hopefully those kind of get the wheels turning that reels don't have to look a certain way to be really effective for your brand. And now on to our final guest who is actually going to be our wedding photographer next year. Sunny Golden, she does wedding and elopement photography in Hawaii. And she's going to be talking a little bit about how you can actually use reels for your service businesses because it's kind of hard to tell. Do I need to show my service? Can I actually sell and promote what I do for my clients with reels? Absolutely. Yes. And Sunny is going to be sharing some tips on how to do this. Hey, my name is Sunny Golden and I am a wedding and elopement photographer based on Oahu, Hawaii and serving people who are either coming here or here on the islands, but also couples from all over, which is super fun. But I absolutely think as service providers, we should be using reels. And honestly, I think that reels can be beneficial for any business. But with service providers in particular, I think what we tend to do is very personal. It's a very personal kind of business, like a lot of the clients we work with, we're working with directly and in person. So I think that reels are a great tool for us because we need to realize that uh, even though what we offer as a service, what we create is a really big part of the package that we are also a really big part of the package. We're a part of the whole experience that we're giving our clients. Like for example, with wedding photography, I, as a photographer, am going to be a part of these really intimate and up close moments with someone on a wedding day, even though someone might seek out, you know, a photographer, they really think their work is beautiful and they love the images that they create and produce. They might also look for someone that they feel like they can connect with or feel comfortable with personality wise or just vibe with because to be a part of this like really emotion filled day and have someone who's kind of like essentially in your business <laughs> most of the day, that's kind of, that's a big deal, you know? So they might want to find someone who also they connect with their experience and uh, their personality. And if we aren't showing a little bit of our personality and who we are and our experience that we offer, it really is a disconnect there, you know? So uh, our service-based businesses are really all about that experience. So I think Reels are a really great communication tool because it allows us to show our audience what that experience is a little like about, you know? Like we get to give them a a little clip or a little, you know, behind the scenes of what they might experience if they work with us. And we really do need to remember that reels are just another communication tool. We're using other communication tools on social media. You might be, you know, writing these long captions in your post or explaining things on stories. And so you're already starting this conversation with your audience, or maybe there's even things that you talk about with your clients in your emails. Like you already have the content, I promise you. You just need to convert what you're already talking about with your clients, what you're already talking about on your stories and posts and kind of transform it into bite-sized, you know, video form, this short form video. So just think about, you know, the knowledge that you share, the expertise that you have, the experience you have and start converting that into video. So you could show us bits of the experience, like what's involved, like what should I expect or you know, share your knowledge with those people out there, your audience, share tips, show behind the scenes, even show your quirky personality, because even though it seems like something that might not always be perfectly related to your business that you might share, it might seem like a it's throwing you off or that it won't do well. But sometimes people just want to see who you are, because again, they're going to get you on their wedding day or, you know, you in that service. It's not just a service that you provide. It also is the experience they get with hanging out with you. It sounds kind of 
<laughs> weird. And I don't want you to feel like you have to like really sell yourself, but just share who you are. And I promise you, someone will connect with that. Because if we uh, are creating connection with someone before they even think about reaching out and they feel connected to the experience that you offer before they even inquire, it's very likely that when they need the service that you're offering, when it finally comes time that they need that service, they're really going to trust you every bit of the way, you know, every part of that journey that you're going to take them through, they're going to trust you because they've been watching. They feel like they connect with you. They kind of have seen, you know, what you've done with other clients and you're really just building that trust. So it's really just another communication tool, another way to allow people into the experience before they've even experienced it themselves. So people just like to know (laughs) what's going to happen before it actually happens and just building that trust. So I think we absolutely need to be showing people a little bit more about what we do through Reels. But yeah, if you guys want to connect on Instagram, I'm always down to chat. You're always welcome to ask me questions or send me a voice message. I don't care. Um, I love connecting with just people from all over the world. So you can find me on Instagram. Uh, Sunny Junebug is my handle and I would love to chat with you soon. And the last question, which I thought would be a fun one is where do reels fit into your strategy using all the surfaces? So referencing my specific Instagram reels strategy. So I actually just shared this on Instagram stories and kind of like a mini training format, which I, where I outline how I create a posting plan, what my posting plan is. So if you want some visuals on this, um, I will link the highlight in my show notes. It's the schedule highlight. But essentially what I talked about there is that you want to break down Instagram instead of thinking of all five surfaces, reels, lives, IGTV, your feed, your stories. You really want to break it down to Instagram stories because I think these are the most important part of Instagram. Often people are just consuming on stories. But then we also have things that are shared to the feed. And the feed isn't just feed posts and carousels anymore. This also is reels. This is IGTV. This is lives that are then shared as an IGTV replay. So I think people get really overwhelmed with thinking of all of them as very separate when in fact there's really two main parts of your posting plan. So essentially my goal when it comes to my ideal posting week, and I've always highlighted that this is what we want to aim towards. But some weeks it might be more, some weeks it might be less. It's very flexible and fluid. But essentially my goal is to post on weekdays, so five days a week. And I typically like to have three of them be reels. But like I mentioned, those five feed posts is accounting for all of those types of feed content. So some weeks I'm posting more carousels. Sometimes I'm going live more. Um, It really can just depend. But I overall like to post at least three reels or more. And this is because I found that reels tend to perform better when you post other reels. I don't know why, but I feel like if I post a reel, maybe it'll do okay. When I tend to post another reel, they'll kind of like push each other out and tend to perform a little bit better. And when it comes to the algorithms, I did an episode all about this kind of highlighting how the Instagram algorithm is not just one, but multiple algorithms. With Reels specifically, the reason why they might seem like they're getting more views, more engagement, more reach, more time in Instagram, they're not just 24 hours, they really have a lot of longevity, is because there's so many different ways that it's circulating on the app. So people can share them in stories, they're on your feed, they're in the feed, but they're also on the Explore page. They're also on the Reels feed in the center of your app. 
So that's kind of important to note on why I prefer to do more reels. And then personally, I just really like short form video for my brand specifically. They, and they often just take me a little bit less time than a carousel, for example. So that's what works for me. Totally depends on what works for you. And those are all of your very juicy questions. So hopefully you loved this episode. Um, and just a reminder, the Reels Challenge 2.0 ebook with 100 detailed prompts, a planning template, checklist, editing tutorial, everything you really need, whether you are posting your first reel or you really want to take reels just a little bit more seriously in your content strategy to reap the benefits is linked in the show notes. And if you're listening to this the week that it goes live during the 30 day reels challenge birthday week, it is a part of a really awesome bundle with 30 plus other courses and resources for you. So thank you for tuning in and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much to today's expert guest for joining us. If you want to connect with today's guests or check out any of the important links mentioned in the show, I've linked the details in today's show notes. Join the conversation at hashtag the shine online podcast. Be sure to subscribe and leave us a rating. If you love what you've heard today, we really appreciate it. And it helps support our show. Remember, regardless of where you're at in your entrepreneurship journey, there's always room for your biz to shine. I'll see you next time.